You are listening to the Social Media Influencer Podcast. I'm your host, stay-at-home mom of three turned social media influencer, Jenny Peterson. Each week, we'll dive into online marketing, business building strategies that actually work, and I'll share with you how I built my online business, leveraging the power of social media from my cell phone. The term influencer is not just for celebrities, it's for people just like us. I really believe that all you need to get started is Wi-Fi and a dream. Let's go. Welcome to the Social Media Influencer Podcast. And today I have a very special guest. I am so excited because I have followed him for years. And I know that he is going to help so many of my listeners out there today. And it is Rob Sperry. Welcome to the show, Rob. Thanks for having me. It's kind of fun because we've been following each other on social media forever. And then we realized quickly we live pretty close to each other. So I'm excited to be on your podcast. It's been fun to watch it just blow up and the impact that you've had. And I love all your your social media tips. I think I've I've listened to three now. So good going. Oh my goodness. Thank you so much. No, I have followed you for years and love your advice. And I'm so excited to have you on the show and I can't wait to dive in. For those of my listeners who may not have ever heard um, you speak before, can you just give us a little bit of background about you? Yeah. So for me, I started out as a tennis guy. When I say started out there, literally I played tennis, taught tennis. I played semi-professional tennis and I ran a tennis club. That was like everything I ever did was just tennis, 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 tennis. And I always had the entrepreneurial spirit, but I was the wannabe entrepreneur. You know, the wannabe that's buying every small business magazine, every entrepreneur magazine, reading every article, like picking everyone's brains, but I was too scared to really do anything. And so tennis was a form of it because I did run my own tennis program before that. But that's how I got, I really got going. And being around the tennis club, you're around all these legends, these giants, these people that have made insane amounts of money. And so I would just pick their brains and say, Hey, what'd you do? How'd you make your money? So I had someone training me on real estate, someone training me on hard money lending, someone else training me on how to use, how to do internet marketing and all of these people. If I started telling you some of these names, I mean, we're talking uh, a couple of people sold their, their companies for over a billion dollars with a B, which, right. That's a big deal. And so, yeah, we had a lot of these, these legends here in Utah. And so for me personally, I, as I picked their brains, one became a mentor of mine for the course of three years as I taught his kids tennis. And he actually introduced me to the direct selling industry. And I kind of just laughed my head off. I'm like, yeah, like, nobody does that. You only do that if you're desperate or if you're broke or if you're just trying to hit the lottery And so long story short, I got involved and my whole goal was how could I be successful at network marketing without being part of the NFL, the no friends league, the no friends left. How can I be a normal person that that does that? So that's, that's what I did. I got involved. I became the number one recruiter out of a million distributors over the course of three years. And these are the highlight versions, people. Just so you know, I've had... Many, many more failures, which we can talk about later, but countless failures. My fifth month in the business, I'm making less than $400 the month, and I was working 80 hours a week, so I didn't know if I was supposed to laugh or cry at my paycheck. So uh, I've been through the highs. I've been through the lows. I've built in 40-plus countries, and now I've just transitioned into a lot of consulting, coaching, speaking for entrepreneurs, for direct sales companies 
for sales companies, door-to-door companies. So I've transitioned into that and it's been a ton of fun. I think the last two years now I was counting up, I've spoken in 15 plus countries. So uh, it's been fun to see the world and overcome those massive, massive fears because public speaking was my top fear. So again, that's a highlighted version with way more failures in between. I love it. And I actually learned some things just now. I didn't know about your tennis history. And I also didn't realize that you were a network marketing skeptic. (laughs) I was too. So (laughs) we have that in common. It's awesome to see that you're here now. And I am really excited because you are an expert on time management and productivity, which I think business owners struggle with. So can you tell us more about that? Yeah, so we hear all the time the term IPA, which stands for income producing activities. And the problem is, is most of us have had an employee mindset for so long that when we transition into business owner, whatever form of entrepreneurism that is for you, whether it's a small business, whether it's an online business, whether it's a, it's a direct sales business, doesn't matter what it is. We're used to this employee mindset because we've traded time for money. So it's like, okay, I worked X amount of hours and I'm going to make X amount. It doesn't, it doesn't care. Compensation plans don't care when you're a business owner. It's based off of results. And so the first thing you need to do is you need to identify what are your highest income producing activities and you need to put them in order. This is huge. Put them in order for you. So if, for example, if you're, let's say you're someone that you're like, okay, I have a form of entrepreneurism, maybe I'm doing door to door, right? Um, Like some of the reps from, from your husband's company or someone's in direct sales, this is an example, and then I'll give you guys traditional business. Working in this business is talking to brand new people. If you're not talking to brand new people, you're not working. And too many people are making the plan for the plan of the plan, and they're like, oh, I talked to my team members. And I watch this training for that training. Look, it's learn, implement, implement, implement. And if you spend 80% of your time talking to new people, you're going to get better at inviting, following up, closing the law of averages, right? Handling objections. All of those things are going to come to pass and come to fruition. What we like to do is we like to get into the busy work. And it's the same thing for business owners. A lot of times they get in it and they don't establish, like they know deep down what makes them the most amount of money as far as a business owner goes. But what they like to do is they like to avoid the thing that they know is the most important. And so if I'm a business owner and I need to drum up more business, whether that's marketing or actually reaching out to other businesses or talking to you know potential customers and getting the word out there, too many people, what they like to do is they like to create all these incredible plans for their business. And I watched this training and I did this personal development. And I read, Jenny, I read 12 books this week, right? And it's like, okay, what, what did you do to propel your business? So that, that's the first thing. I'll give a couple other tips here in a second. But the first thing is I want you to establish what are your highest income producing activities. So depending on the industry and the profession that I'm training on, I establish a couple different tiers. And so I'll say, okay, here's tier one, and you can list one to three things. Tier two, list one to three things. Tier three, list one to three things. And then I teach them that tier two and tier three are always important, but they're the fuel to the fire. The fire is tier one where you need to spend 80 plus percent of your time 
And we, as there's a great quote that says, that which isn't measured cannot be improved. And so you've got to make sure that you're measuring it, measuring and having accountability to sticking to those income producing activities and spending 80 plus percent of your time. Because if you don't do that, then it's like, oh yeah, um, I worked really hard this week. And I will tell you this, and then I'd love to get any of your insights or perspectives before we go to the next tips is billionaires don't work harder than millionaires. Millionaires don't work harder than six figure or six figure earners don't work harder than a lot of people that make minimum wage. It's the fact that they are effective with their time. Yes, I know you got to be in the right leverage vehicle. I get that. I get that. But it's how you're utilizing that time that you have. Time is the most precious thing that we have on this earth. You cannot create more of it. It's how you utilize it. And so it's, it's something that you need to really measure. You need to track. You need to hold yourself accountable. And you need to establish what are your highest income producing activities as you go. So that, that would be my first big, big tip for us to be more effective. Because I know we're all, we're all busy. Isn't that the cliche word these days? Hey, how are you doing? Oh, I'm so busy, right? I'm so busy. Yes. And I love that. I feel like that was just like a mic drop right there because there, just because you are busy does not mean that you are being productive. It doesn't mean that you're moving the needle in your business or in your life. And a lot of times we do keep ourselves busy to avoid the work that we know we should be doing. Sometimes we don't do it because I think of fear. It's sometimes something that we're afraid of doing and we have to get past that, but I can't wait for the rest of your tips because that right there was gold. It's always fear. And, and typically when we think about the, the mental fears that we have, the mother of all fears is the fear of judgment. You think about it, when people have the fear of inadequacy, the fear of success, the fear of failure, the fear of rejection, the fear of missing out, all of that comes from the fear of judgment. And when you really truly understand that and establish that, that helps you to hit it head on and focus on the solutions and so just re- always remember the, f- the mother of all fears is the fear of judgment. And typically, we know that the fear is always in tier one, whatever you establish is tier one, but we like to get caught up in the busy work. So now the second tip is, is what I like to do, and you can do whatever you want. Anytime I'm doing personal coaching, I just had a gal tell me uh, yesterday, she asked me the question. She said, Rob, she said, I just really struggle being focused. And she says, I have ADHD, which I always, I say I have ADHD as well, which stands for a dude has dreams for me. So it could be a dude that has dreams, right? But it's squirrel moments all the time and things happen and I get it. So a couple different things. What you need to do is, is you need to make sure that you establish a very small list. Now you can have a big list that's ongoing so you don't forget stuff. But you need to establish a small list of what you're willing to do and what you're going to accomplish. And it needs to be in at first, just create the list and then establish it in order. So before I go to bed, I always establish the main 10 things I need to get done, which is too overwhelming. And then I go and prioritize that into what are the top three things that I need to do to have a successful day to make sure that I progress my day forward. Because otherwise, if there's 30 things to do. It's almost like looking at that messy kitchen or that messy office. And it's so messy. You just, you don't even know where to begin. You don't even want to start. And so establish it and then reestablish it and then prioritize and reprioritize. Then the next morning when I got a fresh set of eyes, 
fresh mind, right? I'm not exhausted from the day, not exhausted. I've got four kids and my favorite time is in the morning when I get to see them and at night when I put them to bed and don't have to see them. If you're a parent, all of you listening, you totally understand and know it's like, oh yes, I get to see them. And then it's like, oh, go to bed, stay in bed, stop stalling, stop coming out of bed. And so I need that fresh set of eyes in the morning. So I look at that again and I reprioritize it in the morning of, okay, what are my top things? that I need to do. Now, to have focus, make sure that you don't move on to number two until you finish number one. And even if number one takes longer and that's all you get done for the day, multitasking doesn't exist. What you're doing is, is you're chasing two rabbits and most of the time you never catch either one. And so just whatever it is, say, I am not moving on to number two until I finish number one. And that's really hard for me because I get all excited and I've got all these things open up and the internet, right? And it's like all of a sudden I start on this one and then I start on this one and I think I'm getting all these done faster and you don't. What happens is your brain is focused on one, figuring out the, the solutions to that problem. And all of a sudden now your brain just shifted to somewhere else completely and it's tough to get in that flow state to really maximize and get things done. So I don't care if it's, Whatever you don't need, don't use. Meaning you don't need social media because you're doing something with an email you're writing. Great, get rid of everything else. If it's you don't need your email, right? Get rid of the email or turn your phone over. Whatever you need to do, make sure you eliminate all distractions. If it's letting know your family, your kids, this is my time. If it's getting in your car and driving to some, sometimes I even drive to a church parking lot and that's my office because I know I have no distractions. Wherever it is, I am going into all out beast mode, laser focus, because I get it. I know a lot of you are, you know, a lot of you are just busy with work and life. Some of you have kids and you're like, I just don't know how to maximize. All you can do is all you can do. So my saying is, and some of you are going to think that it's a shock effect when I first say it. So just, just bear with me. Do your best and F the rest. The F stands for forget. So you all know, just to be really clear, do your best and F the rest. And that's all you can do. And so some days you walk, some days you jog, some days you crawl, some days you sprint. But your goal should be in your business is to progress it forward a little bit every single day. So that's my next tip. And I have a last tip as well. But, you know, I, I don't know what, what you do, Jenny. And I tell everyone, extract the principle. You don't have to use exact techniques I'm teaching you. But just take the principle and apply it to your style, your personality, what works best for you. Yeah, no, I'm loving this. I think that's a new mantra. Do your best and F the rest. I love that. And I do something very similar. I love that you said you write down all the things you need to do and then you pick three. I call it, I do the same thing. I call it my big three and I focus on three, three things. And I read a book called, um, I think it was Eat That Frog by Brian Tracy, I think. And it's based on Mark Twain's quote. He says, if it's your job to eat a frog, it's best to do it first thing in the morning. And if it's your job to eat two frogs, it's best to eat the biggest one first. Basically saying, you know, do the thing that is most important first, get it out of the way. And I love that you said, you know, be laser focused and eliminate all distractions to get that accomplished. I mean, doesn't it just help you just, I mean, cause you know, you've got so much to do. We all have so much to do. I mean, my to-do list, when I came back from my trip in November from Europe, it was my last big trip. I wrote down 72 things and I was like, I am so overwhelmed. I'm like, 
you got to follow what you teach. You got to follow what you teach. So then I just said, what are the three most important things? Once those are done, I'll look at the next and the next and the next and just go bit by bit, piece by piece. And yes, it is Brian Tracy. Eat, eat, eat that frog. And I've, I've been over to hear him several times live. And I love that. And again, that's the principle. Now, some of you are like, that's what I like to do. If some of you are like, oh, like I just get overwhelmed. Great. If you feel like you need to do something easy first and that works best for you to gain confidence and momentum, great. The key is you just got to make sure you establish some sort of system so you're not basing your decisions off of emotions because some of us are moody and if it's based off of emotions, right, then all of a sudden it's like, oh, don't feel like it today. And then it becomes tomorrow land where it's tomorrow, 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 which successful people know that tomorrow isn't one of the seven days of the week. So it can't always be tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow. It will never happen. Urgency is synonymous with wealth. So create urgency, not panic. Amen. I love that. Okay. And I want to ask you a question and I'm throwing this on you. So hopefully it's okay. What are your habits? What does your morning routine look like? If you could share that, I would love that. Yeah. So a couple of things I make sure that I do in the morning is I always make sure that I drink a ton of water. I feel like at first it wakes me up, gets the system going. Um, The next thing I always do is is in the morning, I'll make sure that I actually do for me, if I do any sort of spiritual reading, I actually do it at night. Um, In the morning, what I'll do is I'll do some meditation or prayer. Um, Then what I'll do is I'll make sure I actually take my, my supplements. And so I actually get my blood tested every four months. I just started doing this. I was doing a couple of different masterminds and was just like, you know what, if, if energy is one of the most important things, so I have more energy to be able to be there and be present for my family, as well as to be able to fulfill, you know, with the things that I'm focused on to progress, right. Then for my business, then I've got to have more energy. So I get my blood tested and I figure out where I'm the most efficient and then I cater the supplements or my doctor caters the supplements to where I'm the most efficient. And so I make sure I get that taken care of as well in the morning. And then when I hit the gym, which for me is always in the morning, that uh, that's what works for me. All of you got to figure out your routine, but I feel like, you know, it's like a victory. I get the endorphins going. I'm just in such better mood. My wife is like on steroids. Like if she doesn't work out. I'm like, I swear you're in a bad mood if you don't work out. But if she does, she's in like the best mood. And so for me, it's not that extreme, but it still helps. It makes a difference. And so I get my workout in. Then to maximize my time, everybody's different. But at the gym, I will listen to podcasts, right? Um, you know, you and I recently started our podcast. And so for me, I like to get new ideas, concepts, styles, techniques, um, and I usually listen to most podcasts at two times speed. You have to figure out what works for you. I've just done it for so long that I can pause. I can rewind if it's really insightful. I can slow it down on certain parts. And then I also have my books on audible. And so I've got an audible account where I get three books a month and I've learned to not, um, listen for the sake of listening. If it's not providing enough value to me, either I skip forward or I skip the entire book or I skip the entire podcast and go to the next one because I want to soak up as much information as possible. So I'm listening and maximizing my time at two times speed to books and getting different insights on things that I want to learn and start off my day properly as I go. And then when I come home, I, when I shower, 
I make sure that I, the last two minutes of the shower is always cold, which oh, it's still painful to do. But I want to, again, have as much energy as I possibly can to be able to just crush the day. And so I'll make sure I, I do that. And then that's when I'll go in all out Bisma. Now I've learned I'm the most productive in the morning. So I typically don't start scheduling interviews or trainings or anything like that. Typically not always until the afternoon when my, my energy starts to go down a little, it's easy for me to have energy on interviews, but my creative brain starts to shut down. So I like to max it. So I'm learning how to best use my time and when I use it. And so my creative brain functions more in the morning as I go. I do intermittent fasting. I've done it now for seven years, seven or eight years ago. Everyone thought I was crazy. Now it's like, everyone's like, Oh yeah, I'm doing intermittent fasting. Uh, For me, it's work just because it's less eating. It's less food digestion, right? It's less blood sugar levels going up and down. It's less planning, right? It's more time for me just to maximize as I go. So that's, that's pretty much the, the morning routine as I go. And then the last about give going along with that for productivity is if it's not scheduled, it's not important. So I don't care what your political beliefs are. It's an example. Obama would schedule every five minutes. And I know that's pretty extreme. I'm not to that extreme. But look, if you're planning a 15-minute power nap, great, put it in. If you're going to eat, how long are you going to eat for? If it's reaching out to new people, how long? Because your schedule is your boss. And so if it's important to you, you're going to schedule. It may even be scheduling an hour break where you do nothing or kids home come home from school and you want to be present. So that hour you're present. But schedule it so that you become the architect of your life rather than the firefighter of your life. Now, of course, there still be fires that pop up. I have sick kids, you know, happens all the time. But I'm proactive rather than reactive. So become the architect of your lives rather than the firefighters. And I promise you, it'll make the world of difference. I love that. Thank you so much. So much wisdom and knowledge right there. And do you have any other tips for us before we end the podcast? You know, we could go on and on and on and on. But I would say as we, since we own the theme of three things to focus on, We'll go with, and we'll stick with those three things to start as we go. And just just keep measuring it. Just keep going and just keep figuring out, you know, what works best for you and how and why. And as you're in tune to that, you'll start to find that you can create a crazy, crazy productive day. I mean, I would say that, you know, based on me knowing what Jenny's accomplished and what I've done, I would say that it's not that we're anything special. It's the fact that we just utilize our time much more effectively. I get done more in two hours than a lot of people get done in 20 hours just because I've learned to focus. It's not that I'm that much more creative or I'm that special. It's that I'm that focused and disciplined because my, my why, my goals, my dreams, right, are that big. I mean, my favorite quote that I always say on stage is die with memories, not with dreams. I did seven family vacations last year. That to me is what I'm the most proud of. And so I've got to learn how to focus my time so I can keep doing more family vacations and spend my time how I want. But thank you so much for having me on. It's a a great honor being on. And I love what you're doing and the value that you continue to provide. And I love how you're just an action taker. You're like, you know what? I'm going to do a podcast. Boom. You start a podcast and absolutely crush it. So and I love watching your Facebook lives as well. You, you always just wreck havoc and, and make it happen. Well, thank you so much. And thank you for giving us so much to think about and to implement and 
and to try to be more productive and more focused. And before I let you go, where can my online listeners find you and connect with you? Yes. If you go to my direct sales, one is network marketing breakthroughs with Rob Sperry. That is a more of a Uh, network marketing slash direct sales type emphasis focus. If you go there, you can find that as far as the podcast goes. And then just on social media, just look up Rob Sperry. And I try to provide value and content for all professions and industries on a regular basis. And then Instagram, the game of networking is where you can find me. Perfect. Thank you so much. And thanks for being on the show today. Thanks, Jenny. Appreciate it. Wow. Wasn't that amazing? Oh, we got so many great tips from Rob on how to be more productive. And something that has definitely helped me in my business is my social media content calendar. It helped me so much. I made one for you for free. So if you want to grab that, just head on over to calendar.jennyleepeterson.com. Yes, Lee is my middle name. (laughs) Okay, so calendar dot Jenny Lee, L-E-E, Peterson.com. And of course, I will put all the links for today's show in the show notes. And if you enjoyed today's episode, please take a screenshot of it and post it on your Instagram, either on your wall or in your stories and tag both me and Rob. You can tag Rob at the game of networking, tag me at Jenny underscore Peterson. I love seeing these. I love sharing them in my own stories. And I appreciate you so much for taking the time to listen to this episode today. I'll see you in the next episode. 